0: Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 24. I'm your host, Killeen Vigne. And
1: I'm Zoe Billo-Springer, your co-host. So in this week's episode, we're actually
0: going to change it up a little bit. Today, we're going to be talking to Louis Grenier, who is a marketing consultant with Forest, And we're going to sp- talk about how to focus your marketing efforts for salon owners. And as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Louis I know we went through it three times four times beforehand I still can't pronounce your second name do you want to uh, say your name there for so the you record. said it perfectly well
2: I don't know why you're so self-conscious
1: because <laughs> he's messed up pretty much everyone name, <laughs> including him himself yeah, yeah. No, did I mix up my name no yeah, you did <laughs> uh,
2: it means uh, my, my last name means Attic in, in English
0: See, so Attic like, attic. like attic. an attic yeah, so yeah, I could like have just attic. said that Louis Attic yeah yeah and then I
2: would have punched you so,
0: <laughs> so Louis runs a podcast Everyone Hates Marketers and he's done a little bit of work with here us here in Forest as well. So we said, well why don't we do a little collaboration today? So we always talk about like different marketing efforts. We always go through different channels for salon owners. But we know like there's just like there's, it's a marketing is a full time job in itself. Like yeah, you can't and
1: with, and with the technology popping up with new apps and new things, new channels every single day. Almost, yeah. it's kind of hard to to figure out where to go. Like
0: <laughs> we f- we find it overwhelming, and it's our job. So let alone a salon owner trying to do this as a quarter of what their daily daily tasks are.
1: So I suppose
0: <clears throat> straight into it. Yeah. So why <clears throat> yeah.
1: should you focus on a few channels? What's the benefit of that?
2: So it, it, it's not necessarily only about focusing on one or two or two or three channels. It's it's also focusing your your strategy focusing on one goal, one objective. Um, So to go back to it, exactly as you said, everybody is overwhelmed. Like, you know, the information is everywhere. You have like Wikipedia. You can read any blog on any topic. (laughs) If you want to disagree with somebody, you just have to type you know what you disagree with and you'll find articles that agree with you and disagree with the other there are so many tactics out there so many like growth hacks or anything like this that will tell you what to do that it's in- impossible to follow every 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 single um tactic that that you that you learn or that you're here for uh, that you listen to so that's fine if you feel overwhelmed everybody else feels this way now, even
1: us, even us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And me as well. Yeah. And
2: it's 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 for my podcast, for example. There's so many things I could do to promote it, but I have to focus on one or two things because I don't. It's not my full time job.
0: Yeah, because we're so used to being here, and oh, you have to be everywhere, every yep. platform gone. And then when you've got new platforms coming in, you're going, well, what do I focus on? And you eventually you can just spread yourself thin. Then in the end, can't you?
2: Yeah, exactly. So that's the first thing. So, the benefit of focusing your strategy, your marketing is is that it has a compounding effect in the long term. So if you keep switching from, let's say, oh, I'm going to try Facebook for a week and then I'm going to try Snapchat or it's not working. Oh, now I'm going to move to like sending emails. It's not working. If you keep switching from one channel to another without having a concrete goal in your mind, then for sure your marketing is not going to work. So... This is counterintuitive because you will hear from like other, from your friends or colleagues or or, or specialists in the field. They will tell you, "No, Instagram is the way to go. Everybody's on Instagram. Well, that's not necessarily the case. So the first thing that you need to really ask yourself is is the goal. If you had to choose one goal for your business in terms of, you know, and marketing can help, what would it be? And it's not about five goals or 10 goals, but one single goal.
1: Yeah. So that could be like... Do I want to attract new clients? Do you want to retain uh, yeah. clients? Do you want to uh, have more retail sales? Things like that.
2: But it has to be extremely precise. So mm-hmm. it's not about so that, like uh, as a as an overall, you can say, okay, we want more clients. Now, what does it mean concretely? How many clients do you have every week or every month? And how many do you want in six months, let's say? So it has to be set in a time frame. You know, it could be by the end of by the end of this year, we need to have a total of. 2,000 customers who went through our doors in the last, you know, the last six months. Something really tangible that you can that you can put on every wall of your of your salon mm-hmm. and talk to your your, your staff about.
0: Yeah, because if you're gonna say, oh, I just want to get new new clients is my goal. How do you know if you've hit that goal? Because you never set like you said, you never put a target and you've never never put a timeline on it. That's yeah. it. So once
2: you have that, you're gonna start seeing clarity pretty quickly because because of this objective, you'll know almost for sure that there are certain things you shouldn't do anymore. Um, So once you have a goal, the second thing you need to really do and spend time doing is asking your customers where they hang out. So if it depends on your salon, you could have customers that are quite, you know, old in age maybe or like very young or it depends. So you need to talk to those people and understand where they spend their time. Do they spend their time online? And if so, on which channel? Are they actually on Instagram? Are they actually on Snapchat, mm-hmm. on Facebook? Do they enjoy receiving emails? Do they actually read the post? Do they go to events? There's so many things you can ask them. So the first thing is I would I would talk to five or ten customers and understand where they hang out and really drill, drill into that and understand where they hang out. Once you have that, I'm pretty sure you're going to have a really good idea of, of where you need to be in terms of your marketing. Yeah,
1: and when you, when you say like talk to... F- you know five customers who do you pick from from the crowd is it like your most uh, your most regular customers people that you trust maybe to begin do you switch it up every few months
2: so yes people that you trust people that you like So it's easier to ask them. But I would argue the most important thing is trying to talk to the most profitable customers. So those people who keep coming back to you, who keep referring you to others, because that's what your marketing is. You need to bring more loyal customers, more people who who would spend a lot of money uh, with you and Mm -hmm. would be very happy with the service. So you make a list, ask five or 10, and ask them for their time. You can bring them to your salon and, and, and invite them for coffee or whatever, but have a genuine conversation with them, asking them where they hang out, asking them what type of the marketing that they like from you or others. And you're going to start forming a very good idea of, of what people uh, want and, and where they hang out.
0: And that can be done from like just general word of mouth in the salon while you're doing the your treatments or send an email out with like a Google Forms or a Survey SurveyMonkey right up until holding... Like, if you're a forest client, you can pull a report of your most, your highest expense, um, the highest revenue yeah. clients, and you could invite them to a salon evening, get the conversation going, find out, get everyone involved then.
2: Yeah, that's a great so idea. But I would, I would argue so be careful not to try to sell to them. Like, I would try to put uh, the, the hat of a journalist on. Yeah. Right. Try to really drill into their lives and where they hang out, and ask them. Show me your smartphone and watch which apps you use the most. Those kind of things are the most important thing. Marketing is about customers, your people.
1: Would you value more uh, like a one on one with these people, or kind of just a group?
2: So, it's it's an interesting topic to start with i think it's it's less overwhelming if you do one-to-one because you can just have a genuine conversation if you're very comfortable talking to people and and leading you know a group of people then you can do focus groups um now focus groups can be a little bit hard to organize uh and they can be a little bit difficult to um to maintain like during an hour or two but Focus group are interesting sometimes when somebody would say something, a customer mm-hmm. would say something, and somebody else would pick it up and say, "Oh, I haven't thought of that." But actually, so there's a conversation going on. So, but I would say to start with, if you can speak to five customers like for twenty or thirty minutes each, your marketing is going to get much clearer straight away.
0: And like that could be a case of just bringing them out for a cup of coffee.
2: Yeah. Like
0: you'd easily sit there for twenty minutes chatting over a cup of coffee anyway. Why not get some use out of it? People love to talk about themselves. <laughs> it's no, true, it's though, true. Yeah. And It is as, true, yeah. As long as and we've talked about the whole effect of listening stuff, as long as you can sit there and do that, oh, yeah, oh, really, oh, tell me more, basically, they're just going to keep on spilling. Yeah. So once you have that,
2: so to come back to it, you have your goal, number yeah. one goal. You have those conversations with your customers. So try to make sense out of them. Try to find patterns. Yeah. If all of your profitable customers are between 50 and 60-year-olds, then... I can almost guarantee you that Snapchat shouldn't be your number one channel. But it sounds obvious, but it, it's the truth. So the same way for the other way around. If if, you're, if uh, your audience is like between 18 and 25 year old, well, then th- this is probably some, somewhere you need to be. So once you have that, you can start to make a list of those channels. And what I mean by channels are there are plenty of different channels. I'm not talking necessarily about social media channel. It could be. Search engine optimization, so ma- making sure that you are being seen on Google because maybe they are using it a lot. It could be uh, content marketing where you write blog posts every week or every or every day even. Mm-hmm. It could be sending emails. Then yes, it could be Snapchat, Instagram. In total, there are around 18 to 19 channels. Uh, that's from a, bo- a book called Traction. Uh, that's actually interesting. If you Google it, you'll find the answer to it. So there are like 19 channels you can pick from. Uh, but the key is to to pick two or three, maximum, especially because you don't necessarily have the time to do your marketing every day, and it could be quite cumbersome. So so once you have your goal, you know your customer, where they hang out. You also need to think about what you like to do, right? Yeah. So let's say you have five channels that your customer hang out on, and maybe there are two or three where you really don't like using. Mm-hmm. Well, that's perfectly fine to use the two others that you like using and focusing on them. Um, there is one big thing out there and everybody is suffering from it. It's called the, the fear of missing out. Yeah. So you're going to suffer from that every week or every two weeks or every month or every and every day. Focusing on two or three stuff is really going to help you in the long term. And don't be scared every time there's a new channel coming up and everybody's saying you need to be on it. You shouldn't. If you've decided that you are not going to be on it, don't be on it, that's it.
0: I like what you said there about find what you like or what you're good at, because if you enjoy using, like, so say you're going to pick blogging as one of your channels. If you enjoy blogging or writing content, it's going to come across in the message. It's not going to appear forced. It's the same with your Instagram, your Facebook, stuff like that. So yeah, definitely pick the ones that you know you're going to enjoy using and your message will come across much better.
1: Yeah, much and more it w- genuine. It won't yeah. become
0: a, a chore either. You'll actually enjoy you doing your marketing, then,
2: and you'll be able to be consistent. So that's the other thing. Let's say if you keep, if you, if you if you pick blogging as your, one of one of your channel, you need to be consistently posting articles. If you decide every week, you're gonna have to stick uh, mm-hmm. to it for at least six months, nine months, even twelve months, or even more. Building a brand takes a while, and building yeah. an audience takes even longer. So if you stick if you if you've chosen this path then you stick to it and a little tip that i will tell you it sounds a bit silly but you need to write yourself a contract right so you write yourself a contract with the, your number one goal on top the things you will do let's say i promise that i will write a blog post every week for the next 12 months and make this contract about yourself, show it to others and to your, to your colleagues and to your staff and say, this is what we're sticking with for the next 12 months. This is what we've yeah. decided. Yeah, because then it behind. makes you
1: accountable for things. Yeah. yeah. But and like the more people you, you tell, them.
0: the harder it is not to do it because <laughs> yeah. people are now expecting. Yeah. It's the same with say, if any challenge you want to do. Tell everyone and it makes it easier to get up
2: and do it. Yeah. So if you have channels that you're using and you're cho- you have chosen not to go uh, and to use them anymore, close them down. It's much easier to have like four or five channels that are open and all of them closed rather than trying to maintain those 20 channels and people can, you know, uh, contact you from any any yeah. of them. It's quite overwhelming. So if you decided, for example, that Instagram is not for you, close your Instagram account.
0: So you're saying, because you know the way like that when new trends come in, so like Instagram come in, everyone sets up Instagram accounts. Um, I suppose just to kind of get that name, the salon name registered. Are you saying like, I suppose, forget about that. like the whole FOMO thing. Don't worry about opening accounts just to secure your name. Just open what you're going to use then. If if you register an account with your
2: name and people can find it, then it's likely that they might try to contact you on it. Yeah. So it's a good idea to, to, to register names if you feel that it might be a good channel in the future. But I wouldn't re- worry about it too much. I mean, you can always find a name that suits you. Yeah. You know, adding Sanon at the end or, or the name of the city you're in. It's it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, other than that, do you have any other kind of tips or even just like the most, say, like if there was one channel that you really have to be on because that's going to stay throughout the ages?
2: Yeah, so that's that's the good question. So the, uh, the question you should also ask yourself is, Will what I'm doing still be relevant in one, one, one year, two years, mm-hmm. five years, 20 years, right? And at the end of the day, marketing is about understanding people and connecting with them and, and so that they, they buy from you, right? Yeah. Um, so the best tip I can give is focus on that. Focus on creating connections, connecting with people. Regardless of the channel, you know, we are social animals. We love <laughs> conversation. We love talking about ourselves um we love experiences and 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 feeling you know great emotions that makes us feel better so whatever the channel that will always be true so regardless of that i can't really tell you that this channel needs to be your number one thing i can always say depending on your audience then this channel is probably what you need to be in so and once again if you're targeting 50 to 60 year olds um well, it's unlikely that Snapchat is, is the channel you need to go to. Maybe they actually enjoy receiving stuff in the post way more than they enjoy receiving emails. But maybe that's what you need to invest in. But it will be yeah. very difficult. Yeah, to you won't
1: know until you actually ask. Yeah. Yeah. And you
2: you will be surprised by the answer. I can guarantee you'll be surprised by the answer.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you could try and guess the platforms. But, like, do you really know your clients inside out? Especially if you've got something like a thousand clients. It, are you going to know every single one of them inside out? No. Yeah. So ask, 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 ask. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and another tip as
2: well. So asking questions is great, but make sure that they're not leading questions and make sure that you ask about past behavior instead of their thoughts. Um, their thoughts. Right, yeah. yeah. So if you ask, oh, would you spend time on Snapchat? First of all, you're leading them into thinking about Snapchat. And second of all, you're leading them about what would you do, which is not good. Instead, you should probably ask questions about their past behavior, such as, last night, what did you use, you know, to to spend time? Before going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. What What did you use? use? And she might have said, or he might have said, well, actually, I was just checking my emails, or I was watching TV and just checking my emails, and he or she would have never mentioned Snapchat in the first place. So be careful with leading questions, trying to lead Mm -hmm. people on to get the answer you want, necessarily, and try to to ask open-ended questions that are based in the past. Uh, instead of in the future, because people are really bad at telling
0: what they think. (laughs) Yeah, so basically avoid the yes, no answers. Yeah. 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 Like this one. Like this one. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why he's here.
2: (laughs) To summarize, you pick a goal that is tangible, that you really can get behind. You ask your people, your customers, the most profitable customers about where they spend their time, what they like, what they don't like, the type of uh, competitors uh, that they would follow. And then you you create this type of contract. It's for you and you sign it, but it's also for others that you make yourself accountable by Mm -hmm. sharing it to others. And it's perfectly fine if you frame it in front of you every day. It sounds stupid, but that works. If you see it every single day for a year... You're not going to forget it.
0: It creates a habit, a habit that you're not even going to realize. You see that every day. Yeah. It's stuck in your mind. You actually start acting on it before you realize what you're doing. Yeah. Mm. So that's the one thing. Now, if, if it turns out that after 12 months or 18
2: months uh, that it's not working, it's, I mean, that's really unlikely. That's really, really unlikely if you've done all of those steps before. Yeah, because um, you'll be
1: analyzing whatever you do. In, within that channel anyway, so you can always progress yeah. on that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but let's take an example. Just a, a last example would be Snapchat versus Instagram because that's something that is being talked a lot. Right, let's say that you talk to your people and they told you that they spend a lot of time in Instagram. And after six months, you realize that actually they are moving away from Instagram, go back to Snapchat. Well, that's perfectly fine. You should keep talking to customers anyway during you know the weeks after. And you can just switch. But your goal will remain the same and the, the spirit behind it will remain the same mm-hmm. it will be for your audience it will be for them this is where they spend their time so you shouldn't worry about every single new channel coming up because you know you'll follow your your what your customers are
0: doing and that will be much easier and if it's really a new hot uh hot topic your clients will tell you about it they'll start mentioning that oh yeah. have you seen like have when snapchat come out have really you seen like snapchat this. it's brilliant yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and like we said you're not going to get massive sales of customers straight away but you're you're providing value on these new content uh, on the new platform. So, is the customer going to be excited to see your content, basically?
1: Now, if you're not if you're not doing the, all your your marketing alone, say you have like a little tiny team of maybe two or three people doing it, how do you approach that? Do you split it up between people? Do you divide it up between people or the channels? You yeah.
2: mean? Yeah. Well, once again, it depends. It depends on on the skills of each. Maybe the, you one in your team is really good at sharing, you know, the the the, the sawdust of 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 your company. So sharing the the sharing the um, behind the scenes um, <laughs> of your company. Right. Maybe have somebody who's really good at writing, it really depends. But so at aim the end for of the talent. day, yeah, aim yeah. for talent, aim for what they like to do, but don't. Choose a channel because one person says, oh, we really need to be there. Make sure that you you engage with the customer. And share this goal with your team so they should all be behind it. And the contract then should be within your team. Mm -hmm. Everybody signs it. And you put it in
0: front of their desk uh, every day for them to see. Yeah, so
1: that way everyone's aware of it as well. It's not just you.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing that you could add to your salon owner's uh, procedures manual that we've talked about. Again, many, many times, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we bring it up nearly every episode. But yeah, you should have that Bible. And again, it doesn't need to be too lenient or too uh, procedure-based, but it's just getting everyone on board with the same vision.
2: Yeah, Yeah. It's, uh, yeah I really like this idea of the, the process manual.
0: So I suppose in terms of we could do a, a quick breakdown of what, what, um, what social media accounts are out there and kind of give you a guideline on whether it would suit your salon or your clients. So, like, the first few to top off, you've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube.
1: Website, blog, any kind of blogging platform.
0: Blogging, email, even. So you've got your monthly newsletters. You could get your content in there.
1: Would you even fit, like, events and, and you know, nights, like... Kind of things like that, yeah. Channels, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like so, conferences and stuff. I
2: mean, yeah. it, it can be PR. It could be uh, social media display ads particularly. So not necessarily, you know, writing a status, but actually being quite clever with your social media ads. It could be offline events. So you can be, yourselves could be coming from the chamber of commerce that you're a member of and you go there every week and you know a lot of people. Well, that's perfectly fine. That's a marketing channel. Um, you can also build partnerships. Let's say, your salon and you know a hotel very well and, and you have very Even good a relationship with them or yeah.
1: Cafe. yeah
2: so yeah. that you know that's perfectly fine but as long as behind all of that your your customer are really happy with your service mm. they will refer you to others and at the end of the day word of mouth is the number one channel so if if you do if your salon if your service is great and people really like what you do then people will come back and it will naturally build up regardless of the channel you're using
1: about focusing on on things and like i i mentioned this in the in my retail webinar where where i say like if you focus on a product and try like say you have a um i don't know 50 products left of this one thing and you want to order this new brand and you're trying to liquidate that that the rest of the product If you focus on trying to push that out then it's actually going to work way faster than if you're just trying to uh you know get one here and there every week you know? yeah so
0: incentivize the staff to get on board with that mm. um like if it is something they really need to get out quick you could always give them a percentage of every sale <laughs> as well
1: yeah yeah commission based or who comes stuff, up yeah. with the best
0: post to push it push it will get commission so louis thanks very much um i believe this is the first of a couple of are we going yeah. to talk about that are we yeah, let's,
1: <laughs> I, might, I mean we might as well now <laughs> yeah yeah, it's over yeah. Right now.
0: So Louis, thanks for coming in today. (laughs) Oh, you're very welcome.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, thanks guys for thanks guys for having me today. And I guess that's it. Won't be the last episode we'll be doing together. There are a few other subjects and topics we mentioned in marketing that that deserve to be talked about. So. Thank you so much once again.
1: And if anyone wants to uh, hear more about what you do, it's the podcast "Everyone Hates Marketers." Yeah,
2: everyonehatesmarketers.com. It's quite technical. It's for like marketers particularly, but I'm pretty sure there are a few episodes that that would be relevant to uh, yeah. to someone. Else. Yeah, it's very
0: interesting. I haven't left the review yet, but it is good. I'll get <laughs> I'll get working on it. But now you know I've listened to it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so if we switch on to uh, the next Forest Academy webinars.
0: So the next one we have is coming up on mon- Monday, May the 15th, and it is the Forest Academy Online Bookings Masterclass. So what's going on there is talking about the benefits of having online booking on your Facebook and on your internet. Because I suppose, like if you just rely on receptions, you're not open 24 hours. You're not open when your clients are off. So if, you've, if you're open nine till six mm-hmm. how do you take bookings after that you might have a voicemail but then they're not guaranteed or if you're busy how do you answer your phone exactly. so some tips and tricks to be able to take in more bookings online and even through the app on social so yeah jump on board that one there and what Day else
1: 22nd uh the facebook masterclass. so that's that's one that's been rolling on for a few months now already uh, it's led by chris brennan our content manager in um, in forest and uh he runs through best practices, how to analyze uh, your ads, how to, you know, make your Facebook stand out, basically. So that's something you can uh, join in on, on May 22nd.
0: And to sign up for those, they have you can go to the Facebook Forest Salon Software Facebook page and go to the events section and click into the events and go buy tickets now. As always, they're free tickets, but it's just <laughs> the way Facebook labels it. So click that link and register.
1: There you go. So, uh... Have a great week and we'll catch you next Monday.
0: All the best.